like to call a wheel slob kebab. Yeah, right. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. I was literally just thought I was recording and was just talking to myself in an empty room for like 20 minutes. So nice to be back. Sorry I haven't done this in a while. I know all seven of you are devastated. All the shows are pretty much over, so there's a lot to catch up on. First of all, Dubai. Didn't really watch it. Don't really know anyone who's watched it. I feel like I watched the first three episodes, maybe. Um, Love Chanel. Feel like she was just, like, dropped out of space. Love her so much. Love that her favorite housewife is Kim Richards. I don't know why. That just, like, made me love her even more. Um, I didn't watch Phaedra even coming on Dubai. I feel like I should probably tune back in because Phaedra needs her job back. Like, the work she is doing on Ultimate Girls Trip it's it's the lord's work but dubai okay can we talk about how everyone on dubai is very young like what is that about remember that roni reunion where carol is talking about how feelings make her uncomfortable like emotions feel menacing to her that's how a an all young housewives cast feels to me it feels menacing to me like what is what is going on here is this the future of housewives because this is a show about older women. This show literally made me look forward to getting older. Because like a woman, you're just told you're going to be a sad sack of shit. And that like at 30, you should like kill yourself if you're not married with kids. And this show like kind of turned that on its head. Like you can live like a million lives, even though, I mean, these women are kind of like traditional and kind of beat themselves up if they don't have children. Some of the stuff is still like, it's going to take a while for us for that to go away. But we need a show, I feel like, where there's old, it features older women. Like, we all of television is so young. Anyway, I don't like it. Feels menacing to me. Not into it. I, not even a Karen Huger type in the cast, you know? I just don't understand the motivation behind an entirely young cast. And I feel like maybe that's why the ratings are low. Get the broads on there. Oh, my God. Brandy Glanville's new song has anyone listened to it she sounds like moaning myrtle like ugh. like she hits that register it's spooky she's like rapping that's in quote that's in heavy quotes all right let's i guess let's start at the bottom let's start with the worst beverly hills watching real housewives of beverly hills is like watching a bunch of pigeons try to solve a murder like it's actually painful having kyle be like We've just never seen Erica open up before. And now look at her. She's having so much fun. Bitch, she was committing crimes. Like every time she swiped her credit card on a group trip, she wasn't sure if that was going to go through because the money was being stolen from burn victims and widows and orphans. Like she was crying. She was committing crime. She was criming at the moment. That's why she seemed uptight and had those weird outbursts of anger. Where, like, if someone mentioned her son, she would, like, lose her fucking mind. Everyone thought that was, like, normal behavior. Like, clearly she was dealing with things that she wasn't sharing with you. Hmm, I wonder what that could have been. Maybe all of the lawsuits that she's currently facing. And now she's not, like, loosening up. She's medicated. She's, like, very heavily medicated because her life's falling apart. She's, like, imploding. It's just so funny. I always compare Beverly Hills and New York just because they're two places that are so different and two places that I've lived and two places that people compare all the time for no reason. But if you dropped someone like Erica in the Roni cast, they would literally eat her alive. They would be like, bitch, what are you doing? The Roni gals are famous for like 
if you get sloppy one night, they're like, bitch, you have a problem. And yet the Beverly Hills girls are like, hey, snort another Zanny while you face another bottle of champagne. Like these girls are, they have zero concern for their friend's well-being. There's nothing even else. What else is there to even say about Beverly Hills? Oh my God, Erica's disgusting behavior about Crystal's eating disorder. Like telling her she should just shit it out instead of throwing it up. Like, bitch, what are you talking about? I love how Garcella just said, wow. Oh my God, this last episode where Diana, who I hate, like Diana, have a seat. Your money isn't a personality. Your famous friends, not a personality. None of that counts as a personality. I hate to be the first to break that to you. But like, what a fucking personality-less bitch. I hate Diana. And she's such a cunt. And like fighting with Sutton and Kyle fucking sticking up for Diana over Sutton. Do you remember when Caroline on New Jersey said that the reason Teresa and Melissa hated each other and always fought was because they were the same person and they didn't realize it? When Caroline said that, that like blew my mind. Maybe other people like saw it. I don't know. But I was like, wow, that is exactly what's going on with LVP and Kyle. And maybe everyone's already seen this too. But every single season of Beverly Hills, we've had to hear Kyle bitch about how LVB, LVP would stick up for other people over her. And she would always need like a fucking timeline of her relationships with these people. Like she'd be like, when did you meet Dorit? I've never heard of Dorit. Who the fuck knows Dorit? You're going to stand up for Dorit over me? She, she was obsessed, obsessed with who LVP was standing up for over her and like how loyalty was everything. And we'd been friends longer, blah, blah, blah. Well, bitch, you threw Sutton under the bus really quick. Like, why is she defending Diana over Sutton? I'm so confused on, like, the dynamics. And then Kyle accusing Sutton of not having had miscarriages. Like, these bitches are going low this season. Like, what do they call it? The kids on the internet call them the fraud force five. They're they're just, like, beyond. And then Erica telling Garcelle to, like, not mess with Sutton because she's a liability. Hilarious. Oh, but the moment on this last episode with Garcelle talking to Diana and Diana's like, I can tell in your eyes that you like me. Garcelle's just like, well, okay, I have to go. Have a great night. <laughs> like Garcelle's the last person to try that shit with because she's impossible at like, like she's incapable of being as fake as these bitches. So you're not going to get the like, yeah, you're not going to get a Lisa Rinna answer to that shit, which is exactly what Diana wanted and thought she was going to get. And that's exactly what Diana and Lisa Rinna get along because they're fake bitches. Also, did you notice that when Diana is shady, Lisa like lives for it and she's like oh my god did I already talk about this in the last episode I can't remember because it was like six months ago at this point but she's like oh it's so great when Diana's shady she's shady like me like snap 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 sassy but then when Garcelle like the last reunion she was like you can be shady Garcelle admit it and like last season she was coming for Garcelle incessantly because she could be quote unquote shady but it's cool when Diana does it and when you do it huh Uh -huh, uh huh I wonder what that has to do with you ignorant bitch lisa renna is the devil incarnate i know i've said that in this podcast before so i'll just say it again okay so moving on from beverly hills real housewives of ultimate girl trip what a rainbow in a rainstorm like we've got some shit seasons and what a what a gem of a of a television program love jill's return i think jill zarin brings to the show what i miss which is just petty tiny daily drama 
Like there's so much minutia in the day to day. There's so much to pick apart and analyze in our interpersonal relationships that I think is fucking fascinating. And I could do it all day. And that was like what the earlier shows kind of used to be. And now we have, you know, I love our Jen Shaw's. I, of course, lived for the Tom's car flipping five times cataract burglar story. Like the big dramas are fun for sure, but I don't need them. I don't want them. I'm tired of them. I want Jill. I want Jill types back on the show where they're like, you didn't call me, you know, like you, I wanted to be a friend of on the show and you wouldn't let me. Like I love the, I, we need the petty back. I think Jill should get her job back. I think Phaedra should get her job back. I wouldn't be surprised if Jill shows up on Legacy, but I'm also kind of bummed about that now. At first I was excited because I was like thinking they were going to put the old broads out to pasture and I wasn't ready for that yet. And I was like, the more the merrier. I love Roni. So there being two Ronies can only be better, right? But then I thought, no, like there can be too much of a good thing. Like, yeah, you want a piece of chocolate cake. Do you want to be that boy in Matilda who has to eat 97 pounds of chocolate cake? No. So like, are we starting down the path of getting Matilda caked? with all this, all these different franchises. I don't know. And I also was, I watched the last season of Roni, the season that shall not be named. I don't understand. Like it was obviously super hard to watch it sometimes and it was extremely cringy, but it wasn't as bad as I remember. And I feel like not giving them a reunion sends a really shitty message. Like we can discuss anything on this channel and on these shows, but race, like that doesn't sit right with me. And I feel like it just gives Bravo, racist Bravo viewers another reason to like be racist and like not really challenge those beliefs. Cause like, yeah, it would have been an awkward reunion, but I feel like aren't those the best? Like, isn't that the point to talk through this stuff? And like, they all seem friends at the end. But I guess upon rewatching it, Ebony was probably like, fuck all you guys. But and it's like Ebony starting the new show. I don't know. I have so many questions about what's happening with Roni. And it's been gone for a really long time. And I will note during a really hard time in all of our lives. So Bravo, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do. But can you just bring Roni back? I don't even care if it's like two of the cast members sitting in alone in a room playing chess at this point just like give us anything i think it's kind of fucked up it's a pan fucking demic and you're just gonna like ghost us on on a classic speaking of roni and real housewives of ultimate girls trip dorinda needs some serious psychoanalysis i love dorinda but we are we're we've taken a turn when she starts to force herself to cry when tamra's genuinely upset because she's being scolded for like eating a muffin in bed as like a 55 year old woman I don't know how old Tamara is. If I aged you, Tamara, I apologize. You look great. But like you you ate a muffin in bed. Now you're being yelled at by this grown ass woman. And when she starts to cry, like force herself to cry, that I've never like that actually should be probably that someone should run that tape for like a very serious psychological professional. There, There's something happening to Dorinda. Like I think that I think Brandy hit the nail on the head when she was like, bitch, they're not going to be unpausing you anytime soon if you keep acting this way. And I'm sorry, but if Brandy's calling out your behavior, like you really need to reassess. Also, oh my God, that two seconds we heard Gloria's voice, Jill's mom on the phone when she was talking about Dorinda and Gloria says, well, if she better hope she doesn't run into me because she'll have an extraordinarily bad day. (laughs) I love Gloria so much. An extraordinarily bad day. First of all, Gloria, you've got to be 105 at this point, babe. So, like, I just love the idea of, like, she, like, wheels up in a wheelchair. Was she going to, like, cane Dorinda? Like, I love it. I love it. She probably would have an extraordinarily bad day if she ran into Gloria. 
And then Brandy's imploding too. Like when she is like, when you wake up in your clothes, you know, it's a good time. And then they like show a clip of her making out with Taylor, like at Dorinda's Berkshire home. It's like, okay, like, are we, is this what we call a good time? Like, I don't know. I think giving Tamara her orange back was a good move. I think Vicky should get it back too. All of these women watching her ultimate girl trip definitely makes you miss these old cast members and wonder why they left. Cause I think new cast members who come on now are just so much more, you know, not all of them, but like a lot of them are like more polished and like conditioned. They know the game. They're trying to look perfect both physically and, you know, they don't want their personalities to look bad. Like we're just such a much more self-aware generation than people who are like 40, 30, 20 years older than us. So it's just a different game now. So I say we bring the old broads back because they can't fake it. Like they really can't be anybody but themselves. And all those flashbacks of Phaedra where she's talking about Kenya's like sperm donor needing a medium-sized pizza. She just, I mean, Hall of Fame type stuff. And I know that she lied about Candy wanting to drug and rape Portia. I know. Is that bad? Yeah, that is bad. But isn't there like a statute of limitations on this? Come on, that was a long time ago. Candy should forgive and forget and Phaedra should come back to Atlanta. Also, when they all were in that hot air balloon and Dorinda was like, I can't believe I've kept this all together. Like I've held on to this home. Like, babe, you have a full staff. You don't even clean that place. Like Len deserves to be in that hot air balloon right now, enjoying the view. What the fuck do you do? You sold your husband's company. I don't think you've worked in like 45 years. Dorinda's one of those privileged women who, because she like maybe didn't have money in like 1952, for like six months she like still talks about it like she's like seen some shit and struggled it's like you've been rich for a stupidly long time so shut up what was with the theme music for ultimate girls trip this season it was like haunted vaudeville music i really didn't like it it felt cursed okay and on to atlanta i've been loving marlo as a full-time housewife don't really fully understand her shit with kenya although i did think it was really sweet that she threw that party for sheree and then was upset, like, on her behalf for people not showing up. Like, you can tell Marlo, like, goes hard for her friends, which is really nice to see. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, my God, it's so nice to see her as a mom. And then, of course, she was like, I shoved the kids on my sister who already has three kids. So it's no big deal. Okay. I, it's not like juggling. It's not like throwing somebody another ball. Like, they're children. I, I feel like this was being kind of played up for the show. I just feel like Marlo is so sensitive and has such a big heart. I just can't see her being so flippant. Like, yeah, I dropped the boys off. Like, I feel like she's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she is, though. But that's hard to watch. Those poor, those poor boys. It's really, that makes me so sad. And what's happening with their mom and our fucked up system that's failing literally all of us. It's sad to see. Sonia, I liked. I really liked when she first came on. I was like, okay, she can like get in the mix. But now I feel like she's kind of turning on Drew. And I don't even love Drew. But Drew is definitely a victim of a horrifically psychologically abusive relationship and a mostly abusive relationship. So I feel for her in that regard. And I also just feel like Sonia's coming for her for like no reason and not being very like 
communicative and like open and i feel like she like cozies up more to ralph than to drew which does not sit right with me a ralph's the devil and b just what like if anyone was nicer to my husband than they were to me i'd be like uh, we have a problem here ma'am and you're asking sonia asked ralph for relationship advice what okay also sheree has had a season like poor sheree watching her get stood up was obviously like having my heart ripped out watching her have that breakdown with her friend who i really like that friend i think she they should consider giving her a peach but sheree has had a season first she's stood up by that complete asshole and now she has the most interesting foot injury i've ever heard of like she like broke her toe getting it into a boot that like feels like some shit i would do i just feel for her and then they gave out candles this last episode and hers was fresh out of high hopes low or her, what was hers high hopes low expectations i can't and then they kind of came for drew too with her candle they were like you're delusional i forget what her said but she didn't even say anything she just like sniffed the candle she was like thank you drew's like she's just too tired she can't even like fight back anymore but yeah that's all i've watched and caught up on oh my god erica calling yelling at garcelle's son telling him to fuck off and then mauricio and kyle like laughing about it why was mauricio like i think it's great that she did that like what are you talking about i know you're just like a high republican douchebag but like what i feel like all of them are losing their charm like i remember i used to think mauricio and kyle were so cute and now i like they just disgust me all of beverly hills disgust me truly well i guess that's a good note to end on um i love you guys dm me all your real housewives hot takes that lovely piece of trash and yeah let's make out some time okay bye i really hope to god i never run into her all right well thank you an extraordinarily bad day